Welcome back to Book Talk Made Me, the podcast where we talk about all the great books from the TikTok universe. And I'm back with my favorite hosts. And I'm sure they're your favorite hosts as well. I'm Caitlin, back with Hilda and Bridget. Hi. Hi. I was going to say, say hi. Say hi. <laughs> say hi to the nice people. <laughs> uh, I that's what back. I just did. <laughs> So today we are sharing real quick reactions to The War of Two Queens from the Blood and Ash series by Jennifer Armentrout. So if you have not read this book and you do not want to be spoiled, do not continue listening. You can go back to any of our other podcast episodes and I will highly encourage you to listen there, but this is not the one. So we have not finished this book, although Hilda is the farthest one of us. But for the purposes of today, we are only talking about through chapter six, I believe. Right? 13%. Right. 13%. 13%. That's what my Kindle says. As judged by a Kindle. So this book just dropped two days ago. We're sharing some earlier reactions, theories thus far. So we're going to check back in in a couple days and see if what we thought was true is actually true. So we have not discussed amongst ourselves other than our reading percentages. Um, And I'm really excited to hear what you guys have to say about this one. Who wants to kick off? So I just want to give the caveat. I'm trying really hard not to spoil anything because I am so far ahead of you guys. So I'm actually struggling with things I want to discuss (laughs) because I already know what's happening and like what's going on. So okay. just write them down. All right, maybe Bridget and, and I will said, kick off. But you said are, no we're... clicky pens. You don't have a regular <laughs> pen. <laughs> okay. I'm going to kick off and go ahead and shout out to Jen. Because literally we said in the last podcast, it would be great if they put the pronunciations at the beginning of the yes. book. If you have pronunciations, open this book. Boom. Pronunciation guides. Turns out. This is um, the number one thing on my list. It's literally on this one page. <laughs> but like, why are so many names so similar? Yes. Okay. Also, I do want to point out. So I love that she hits us right off the bat with y'all have been saying these names wrong. Here's the pronunciation. Like she's like, I can't take one. It. I still yeah. don't like I feel like Malik and Malik, though, are switched. I agree. I agree as well. And if you listen to our previous podcast, you probably heard us discussing the same exact thing. M-A-L-I-K is Malik. And then we pronounce Malik as Mm M-A-L-E-C. So Malik is Niktos' son. Malik was, how were we saying her name? Elowana's? Elwana, but it's not Elwana. <laughs> it's a lot. It's just Ilana. Which is how I was saying it in my head before. And then I was like, oh, I'm wrong. It's Elwana. Looking at it, sure, that makes sense. Okay. Like, what's the point of adding random vowels that you then do not pronounce? Because then we have Isbitch. Whose name is Queen Eliana. Uh, and you're like, okay, well, that sounds, if you're trying to pronounce it, that sounds way too similar to the first one. So you emphasize the O in Eloana and here we are. I, I, this is just a general note to everyone on Book Talk. Can we please stop reusing the same names? Please. It's very confusing. Within the same book, it's confusing. Within the different, different types of books, there's various Orions. There's, um, 
think I'm trying to think of the other names that I've come across. There's only one Orion that matters. Well, there is only one. We know that one. Okay. I think I've seen Gabriel a lot. Like, come on. I will ask, how do you, how are you guys pronouncing A-S? Maybe it's like that. I feel like the way that it's spaced out in the pronunciation, I automatically say A-U-S, which doesn't sound right. Wait, what is, what is that? Is that on the I would say it was. It's just A-S. Yeah. A-S. A-S. Okay. I think when I was reading it, I called her Ios. Ios. I'm glad we align on our um, pronunciations here. Um, also, I remember we were going back and forth last time about Solis. Solis? Solis. Remember, and you said it was the Cuban in me, which I was like, hey. Well, it says so and then Lis, but who knows if they're pronouncing the Lis like these. Solis. 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 Also, all the like IAs do not end in IA. No, Carcedonia, Macedonia, that is how it is spelled. Carcedonia, then end it. I I didn't even see that until just now. Holy shit. I I was mad about it all over again. I was mad reading Malik Malik. I'm like, that's wrong. And then we get back down to the countries. I'm like, Carcedonia, Macedonia, come on. Don't don't make them with an N-I-A ending. Yeah, no, like. Wait, so how do you pronounce it? Carcedona. Yeah. According to the pronunciation guide. That's stupid. Sorry, Jen. That's stupid. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. So Atlanta. Atlantia. Okay. That one's closer. Atlantia. So this is so like it's not even consistent, which is fine. I get it. Like that's her own inside joke on the English language, which nothing is consistent in the English language. But when you're in a position of power and you can make a better choice. I expect you to make a better choice. Oh my god, you guys! So I was listening to the audiobook like like weeks ago, and what do they call Poppy? Like, what's her the term for Penel- my queen? Penelope? Oh, Maya Lisa. Maya Lisa. So in my head, this entire time, I was not pronouncing it Lisa. In the like the audio, it literally sounds like Maya Lisa, like the name Lisa. I've been in my head. I've been calling it Maya Lacy. <laughs> always love a Bridget pronunciation. I just didn't even finish reading it in my head. I was just like, ooh, Lacey sounds nice and elegant. And then I heard the audio and I was like, Lisa? Like, Lisa? Like, boring old Lisa? You could get a little bit fancier with that? <laughs> boring old Lisa. What did Lisa if do you? Name's you? Lisa, please don't be offended. My name is Bridget. Like, couldn't get any more plainer than that. So, oh, and then the other okay. name that threw me off was Delano. Like, I'm in Miami. We have a Delano. It's Delano also. Either, yeah, hold Delano. on. It's Delano? Or, I think I missed this. Delano. Like, but no, it's literally Delano. Is it on here? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Delano. Delano. I think I skipped that because I'm like, there's no way I'm saying this wrong. Yeah, I didn't even know his name was Delano. on because it was just, I thought it was common knowledge. It's Delano. Wow. Or Delano, if you want to get fancy. Right. At the Delano. See, to me, Delano was pretty fancy as it was. So, no, I don't know. It's it's going to be Delano. I'm not changing it. My head canon. It is oh, what it is. Ion. I lo- totally, it's spelled I-O-N-E. So in my head, I was like, Eon A. Like, I, I just threw a little... No, I definitely had Ion for that one. Really? Mm-hmm. 
I feel like also there's a missed opportunity here to just add that C in Isbeth. So she just said it. Bitch. She like it was actually in the book, I think, in one of the beginning chapters, and I was like, Yes. I think Cass called her that. Yeah, he's called her that a couple times. Um Okay, Nectus is Nictus. Okay, Kieran's mom's name. Kira? No, no, no. According to this, it's Kaara? Kiara? No, Kaara, because it's just a K. Stupid. Kaara. <laughs> I feel like this is more controversial controversial than the Resand Rysand, just because I feel like this makes no sense. Definitely, I read it as Kira. Kira? Maybe even Kira, like... Everybody knows Kira. It's another Kale in jail. (laughs) Cole. Cole. He's Cole in my head. Cole, Kale, Chow. Chow. Like, I get it. I get it. Oh, and then the other one is Serafina. Like, I say Serafina, but apparently it's Serafina. And Sira. I Sarah. thought it was also no. Serafina. Serafina and Sarah. Serafina. No, but apparently it's Sarah. But then, you know, Rain is just Rain. It's <sighs> not Rahan. <laughs> okay, Rahan. But then Zion. has been Rahan, but okay. <laughs> get get the, the little, like, throat. Like, why do we have H in there? <laughs> Rahan. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> the point of this segment is like we just suck at pronunciations but these the writers suck at is, spelling are we pronouncing there, it right is there world no no we're not pronouncing it right and you either yeah. course correct or you dive in and i have div- yeah. dove in i'm not changing I'm not changing it and, oh my god and here's another one so what we thought were the dakai or diaki i think which you said where? A couple of seconds that? back. That's on the third page under terms. I do feel like also a, a brief description of what it is again would have been yeah, helpful. A, a glossary would be great. A glossary I up thought, the front would have been helpful. I thought the the Daki or Diaki that was what we would have originally called dragons, and that's what ended up becoming the Draken. I st- I'm still stuck on the fact that it's pronounced that way. In my head, I just read it over and I was like, Dakai? Dakai, um, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, so. I honestly don't know. Here, let's, let me see if I can find search. it in a shadow in the umber. Thank God I got Notum right. Notum. I was like, it's Totem. Notum. This makes sense. Ah. Uh, yeah. What's the Gracie? Now I'm maybe I haven't gotten to that yet, but I just you know, don't remember I what that is. I couldn't remember what that was. No, so the Dekais are the whatever garden. A race of vicious flesh-eating creatures rumored to have been birthed from bottomless pits located somewhere in Elysium. Elysium, whatever, however you spell it. Pronounce I remember it. this. Um I didn't realize it was so much of a thing that it needed to be out in the terms, but okay. Right, oh, yeah, again, no. The glossary would be helpful. Like, that would be helpful to remember to be like, ah, okay, this is what you are. I'm hung up on these pronunciations. And I take it back. It was, they did not 
birth the draken they did not the draken were given mortal form by by nikdos no his dad by well i'm not even gonna try (laughs) i was like do you know this it's it's etho it's e y something it's e y thos so it could be athos Eothos. Also, he's not on here. Oh, well, I guess he's not in the Athos. book. Then. I don't know. <clears throat> so names. First oh, on the list right Valen? off the bat. Names. Valen. It's Valen. We were right. Also, who's that? Um, Papa Denier. Oh, Valen. I thought you said Phelan. And I was like, Phelan? Who's that? Oh, I said Valen. I guess it's also Valen. Isn't there a Fallon in a book? Again, um, names are too similar across all of the genre of books. Well, uh, so you, while we're talking wait, about- Wait, you got to- Sorry. You got to the part with Vesa. Oh. This is exactly what I was going to talk about. Okay. So Vesa Should we start like at in. the beginning? Well, I feel like this is a, a name tangential related. Okay. Yeah, because okay, ready. I'm reading about old woman Vesa, the witch just shuffling along in this decrepit manner. And- she says her name Vesa, and I it's ringing a bell. Me it's too. It's ringing a bell. And I actually I'm, messaged Hilda because I was I like, I was Wait, going hold to on. message you guys, and I figured, never mind. I'm gonna we're gonna talk we're talking about today because I'm it, trying to go back. I'm like, this is ringing a bell, and I can't remember if I'm thinking of Vasa from yes. A Court of Swords and Roses, and that's why this is ringing a bell. Yes. So when I first so this portion of the book was released, I don't know, a couple months back. So I know I read it. I don't think you guys ended up reading it. Um, but when I first read it, I thought it was Sarah's nanny. Oh, from, De- oh Della? Or- yeah. Oh, so I remember Ed- going back <laughs> to a shadow in the ember and I was like, wait, is like her nanny still alive? Because her nanny was also, I guess, supposed to be like a victor. And I was like, oh, she came back. Um, and so then I realized that was not her. Um And then I was like, Vesa, why is this so, like, familiar? Because of Vasa, the Mm -hmm. queen that turns into a bird from, there goes my mic, from a court of thorn and roses. But that's it, right? That's why it's ringing the bell. It's not that there she's in the other books and this is a callback. Look, I have bad memory. You guys need to change it up with the names. Yeah, reading um, Sarah J. Mass's book, I was like, oh, these names are so unique. Then I moved on to another series, and I was like, how in the world are there multiple Vesas, multiple um, Resans, Risans, Gabriels? Like, there's just too many. Gabriel, I get, because it's a very common name, but... Is it, though? How many Gabriels do you know in real life? A couple. Okay. Oh, uh, fine. Well, you know what? I was like... Trying to make a point here. The point is, it's a very uncommon. common name in Miami. Yeah. True. I know I lots know. of Gabriels and Gabriellas. Yeah. Fine. It's common. But in the book world, is it common? Mm. I guess so. I guess so. Apparently. Everyone- it's a. I guess it's a good, like, if you're in a fantasy type book and you're looking for a name with someone with wings, I think it's a very natural name to, like, throw at someone. Yeah. And it doesn't have the same, like... Like Gabriel, you're like ooh, sexy, winged creature, and like, but you hear Michael, who could potentially also be a sexy uh-huh. winged creature, but usually you think of like beer belly and 
called? <laughs> like Mike? Just just plain old Mike. Yeah. No offense That's to true. any Michaels That's out true. there. I know some very lovely Mikes. <laughs> you know you make a good point. Sexy, Unless sexy you're talking about magic beer Mike. belly. Right. Different. Unless you're talking about magic Mike and then that's just a different category. I mean, that's a different breed of Mikes. But a different still breed. Involves, still involves a lot of beer. That uh, it does. True. True, true. So I'm glad you guys all had the same reaction I did about Vesa being like, why? Oh, this is ringing a bell. And I'm glad we're able to talk it out here and realize, nope, she's just of no relation that we know yet. I don't know if she pops up later. Although she felt kind of important. I'm like, why are you giving this person a name? I know the answer to that question. I think I know the question. The answer to this question. Is I'm well. sure you reading. guys do. Keep on reading. We're going to keep on reading. I Same exact reaction, though, Caitlin. Same like same thought process. Brain. I was like, why are they giving this old bat a name? Why is she important? This old bat. <laughs> this decrepit. Who they called the widow. You know who I thought of? Uh, in Harry Potter, when they go to the hollows, and there's that old woman that they oh, meet, and they yeah. follow through Godric's hollow. The, Godric's hollow, the right? The historian. And she turns into up, be, yeah. being a snake. Yep. That's that's exactly who I pictured. Matilda mm, Bagshaw. Yeah. Oh, good recall. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I get points every now and then. Ah, oh, that was major <laughs> points. That's why the queen I was of fact checking. Much more of like the grudge, but old lady-ish. Actually, mm. you know who I was picturing? Um, someone from the Akatar world. It was Vasa. the Weaver. <laughs> oh, the, the real <laughs> the Weaver. Okay. The yeah. Weaver. Okay. 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 Yeah. I don't think similar, I had a good has, visual of the weaver in my head, though. Similar I was thinking, Matilda. like, hunched over old lady, like, uh-huh. she was wearing, like, overall, like, a gown where you didn't really see what her body form was, but she was very frail. Very scary. I thought she was pretty. The weaver? Yeah. Did she, like, pretend no. to be pretty at one point? I think she was stealing people's skin, wasn't she, or something? I thought she Maybe had no eyes. Right. Oh, that would be scary. You're right. I don't know. She's I know her threads were made out of human. She couldn't see her where she was. She could hear her, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. And smell her, um, maybe? I can't remember. Yeah. Ugh. I think it was also the Weaver supposed to be um, based on the myth of like Baba Yaga. Ah, uh, Baba Yaga. Another person that I also pictured from the Yellow Legs, which from. Yes. Yes. From Throne, Throne of Glass. From- Yes. So it's actually that's, that's another good... of an accurate comparison. In my head, I was trying to make the like little pathways to who this was, and I was like, I'd take a little bit of this person, take a little bit of this person, even though we get like barely any details for this old lady, but she got a name. She must be important, right? I'll shout out quickly another podcast called Myths and Legends that does a whole story on Baba Yaga. And so it's actually quite entertaining to listen to. Mm-hmm. So Give it a shout. Like the house on the chicken legs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, she rode around in a cauldron. Was it? I think so. And she would fly and she was in the forest and she's, um, she's like, she's a Slavic myth, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm definitely going to listen to this podcast. 
Oh, it's good. They have a whole thing on like King Arthur's court and he retells them and he like gives them like modern day voices and it's like, yo, what's up, Arthur? Nothing much. <laughs> it's really fun. <laughs> it's really entertaining. A little shout out for our fellow podcaster there, Missing Legends. Go check them out. <clears throat> Feel free to shout us back out on your end. Woohoo. All right. So names. Names. <laughs> names threw us off. Names forced some pronunciations that we aren't fans of. Um, We're just what other fall thoughts back on old Bridget? habits? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm still going to pronounce them wrong. I, I appreciate the pronunciation guide, um, Jen, but I just know me and I know it's already in my head. We're in book four. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Book this four, is not book too three. late. Oh, too little, too late. Okay. So jumping into the beginning of the book after pronunciations, now that we've gone through our little guide here, first chapter, immediately you get a POV from Castile. What? First time we're getting a POV from him. How I gotta say, feel? that threw me off a bit. I think that's maybe why this the beginning of this book threw me off a little bit. Because we're not used to the rapid shifts in POVs. Or any... Have she done POVs before? And I just... No, I don't think so. She's always done Poppy. That's what I thought. And so it was just a little... Threw me off. Not that I was mad about it. I just was like, oh, this is... We're, we're into something new right now. I'm happy about it. The whole, like... I'm captured. I'm willing to do anything for her. Like I was telling Hilda this earlier that I read um, Hunting Adeline earlier in the year and the girl was like captured into a sex trafficking ring and her lover was trying to find her. So I was getting very much PTSD when I was reading it. I was like, I don't know if I could do another book like this. Please don't be another book like this. It was a really good book. Everyone should read it if you're up for it. It's not for the um faint hearts out there um but i was like holy crap i cannot go through this again like i'm having ptsd just from reading his pov chapter from the beginning yes and so she shared some information in that chapter is a bitch um is a demis which hilda called Mm -hmm. in the last podcast she was like wait i think i know exactly what she is yeah you did call that excellent predictive work thank you a little bit more about not a whole lot. I feel like there's still a lot more mysteries like to like ha- what actually happened here. But she did talk about young Poppy was a baby just as much as any other baby would have been. And I raised her and I would have done anything for her. Um, and I did kind of like how Cass threw it in her face. Like, oh, yeah, you loved her so much. You sent her off to those monsters that abused her. Um, yeah, he has a fighting spirit, even though he is also in this little – I think cell. It, he made it seem like it was like just like a dark cave room, like a dark hallway. Yeah. Um, I thought because so the craven keep finding him. So I'm assuming it's open. He's just like they're to the shuffling wall. around. Mm-hmm. So he With- must be in like some weird tunnel cave system mm-hmm. that he's- they have. Right, and they have like the shackle, the bone, the god bones shackles to him. So every single time he moves, it tightens. Poor Cass. We're coming, baby. We're coming. I It did. It was just a bit jarring to be dropped into his POV first start. Like, we're, we're just running into this. Like, no, no warm-up, no check-in with Poppy, what she's doing, just straight into Cass. So it took me a second to, like, orient myself to be like, okay, we're here. Have you read any other POVs from him? I don't think so. I don't think I've gotten to that part. Okay. I, I'm assuming there's more. 
because I, I was kind of like waiting to see if there was going to be another one but I kind of appreciate his POV because he's strict he's like to the point where Poppy when I'm reading her chapters I'm like okay a little overkill with the world building here like I don't need to need all this know all this I just want to go let's let's get to the point I need you <clears throat> to get to point B real quickly and you're skimming around point A so one of the things uh, Bridge and I were talking about earlier is that um, specific, like, one of the things that, and I, I'm just going to say it, because you mentioned it yesterday, the book feels off. So I want to be clear, I am not hating on JLA, still love her, but there's something about the book that feels off. And so I was like, is it the differing viewpoints? Um Poppy is way more emo than she has ever been. And one of the things that I noticed that she keeps saying is like, oh, we can't talk about him. And him is italicized. Oh my and God, like, that's she won't so say annoying. his name. And so I was like, I was like, dude, it's been like 30 days. Or, you know, like not that much time has passed by. So Even for Isbeth, she's been like avoiding, they've been avoiding the names and calling it her with the italicized yeah and the other thing is i always enjoyed poppy and cass's banter and the back and forth yeah did it get repetitive sometimes sure i still found it amusing and so like there's none of that because there's like i think i'm struggling struggling with that because i think kieran provided a nice balance to the poppy cass lovey witty banter and he'd come in with like a snarky dry comment that was sometimes needed to break it up a little bit like break up the sweetness i guess and now that it's just the two of them i still appreciate his dry humor but they're both they're both off their game which i guess is to be expected if this is a real person and your best friend for life and mate just disappeared but i don't know i'm just i think struggling a little bit with the the writing the banter is falling Falling flat a little bit, maybe. I really hope that once I get to the point where they've been reconnected, and I know, Hilda, you're probably way past this, but I'm hoping it kind of brings it back to that type of feeling, that type of banter. But I'm also really concerned that won't happen because now this is the first time Kieran, or Kieran, I think, what's his name? Kieran. Kieran, okay. I also confused with Kieran and Shipka. And I can never remember if his name is Kiernan or Kieran. So I also have that problem. That's why I've been calling him Kiernan for like literally the past two books. I call him um, Kiernan. Is it not Kiernan? No, it's Kieran. 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 Uh, nope. See, I have a cousin. His name is Kieran. But it's like if you just add a Trini accent to Kieran, it's Kieran. I don't know. I thought, I thought so, Kieran was Irish. Probably. I mean, so is Bridget, but here we are. <laughs> um, this is the first time that he's really in the spotlight. He's always been, it's always been Cass, Poppy, then him. Now he's at the forefront and they're really trying to develop that relationship between the two of them. And it's like truly just like a Bridget problem, maybe, where I feel like they're putting way too much like hints that the journey is going to happen versus just letting it build up naturally like the way it had over the past three books like she's referenced talking about the joining to make him survive 
I want to talk about this a little bit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you guys what has happened, but this book solidified even more to me that I'm anti-joining. And it's because I like Kieran enough that I don't want him to be a third wheel. And him being in a relationship with the two of them, it's he's the third wheel. Because he's not the heartmate. He's, he's too, not the heartmate. They're too powerful together. And so and you're so talking just, just floating around. Yeah, he's like, the moon. You know what I mean? Like, they're the planet Earth. He's just the moon. So it's just, him. I'm still pro-joining, but I'm pro-joining if it is to, like, for the purpose that the actual joining is to extend their life expand. So if it comes down to that, I know, like, the Wolven – their pack life, they are very comfortable having orgies in the middle of nowhere. Like having a multiple person adult activity is no big deal for them. So I, I feel like I'm okay with that, but I'm not okay with the three of them becoming an actual trouble and having a relationship throughout the entire book because I'm still very much pro Poppy and Cass. I'm okay if they get freaky with it with um, Kiernan like love to read that let's throw it in mm-hmm. i want to go come on but do not make this a three-way relationship i agree with that completely bring them in add some spice and then take them out you know what i mean like you're just right. there for an added flavor i don't want you there simmering in the soup the whole time yeah it's just it kind of feels though we're going in the thruple direction and i was worried about this i was worried that she'd become way too reliant on him and that he would end up replacing Cass for her. And you, she says a couple things here and there like, oh, the way he smirks, it reminds her so much of Cass. Or her, the way he like cares about her and like really actually looked at her to make sure she was, wasn't lying about eating or something like that. Mm-hmm. It was just like, oh, here's an old tidbit that they're going to lead to the joining. Here's a little tidbit that this is going to happen. Here's a little tidbit for this. And I think it was just overly done. Because in the past, it was always just playful, oh, what a banter. And now- It feels more serious now. Like there's yes. more, it's a heavier reason to do it. Not just, ooh, fun joining times. Now it feels like this is something we have to do. Yeah, we're bordering on relationship territory, I feel Very like. So. And I'm not comfortable with that, with them. This You're is right. a reverse harem. Correct. It's- Poppy is so powerful by herself that, you know, it's hard for her to even equal Cass, but she sees him as his equal, as her equal. So adding Kieran in it, it just doesn't balance right. And I the scales are their, really off. Their love intensity is here. And then you just have little Kieran here. You know what I mean? Like, that's well, so why I think he'd be a nice addition for like a one-time thing. Or if you actually needed to complete the joining to extend their lives, yeah, do that. But don't try to throw it in because the people wanted it. I like. I want to ask a question, Hilda, but I don't. It's not joining. But I just am like, does anything happen to Sweet Delano? Delano? I don't answer. Don't even Delano. Delano. Yes, Delano. 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 Well. He's, I just, I really enjoy him. I hope he doesn't. Like, are you talking about like life wise? Well, he and he and Vanetta are hooking up. Mm-mm. No, that's Emil. Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. that is Emil. Sorry, I don't know. I he just is hooking up with like someone though. 
comfort. He is. Isn't he with Perry then? He is, but isn't is I was trying to figure out. Oh yeah, Perry is the same guy from the ship. Remember? Okay. So in the last book when they were traveling to Where's Amber Oakland or Oakland Oak Amberlin, I don't know Oak what the name is. Ambler? Sure. In my head, totally named it something else. They were on this ship. Um, Perry, one of the council member's sons, was with them. Um, I can't remember if he owned the ship or it was part of family business, but he had told them, keep an eye out on Delano because, you know, I want to make sure he's safe. And Poppy had asked Cass, like, if they were in a relationship. And I think he was like, they've been off and on again for so long, nobody ever really knows. But they're very much, like... He's in this book, so I think they're coupled. I think I've only gotten like a tidbit here or there. Like, I there was one part where he kissed him, and I was like, "Oh!" (laughs) I was like, "Yay, relationships! You also deserve to be with someone happy." I know. I just love love his like mind meld with Poppy, and just rubs. I think if she were to have a bonded woven, it would be him versus Kieran. Like, I, I would die on that stance because other than him. Delano is the only other person like she immediately connected with when the something totem notum totem totem when that first happened she's always referenced like he's the easiest person to contact like immediately through the bond yes so up until this point we have Cass's POV we have crazy old Matilda Bagshaw. Bagshaw? <laughs> right? Matilda Bagshaw. <laughs> Roman around. AKA Vessa. Vessa. Um, and in this time, they have attempted to take a city, killed some uh, ascended, and at this point, they're just kind of hanging out. And then the queen, unbeknownst to them, how she knows where the hell they are. Which leads me to believe that I'm like, please don't let any of these sweet inner circle people. There's definitely a rat. Traitor. There's definitely a rat. If it's Delano, Delano, I'm gonna be mad. So don't so, say anything. I don't know, but like, I always got because remember one of them was really close with Alistair, and he showed up with Alistair the first time he met Poppy. That I was think either Niall or, or Delano. Emil. No, it was either Niall or Emil. Maybe it was a meal. I think it was a but meal. But I could not remember which one. It has to be whichever one was the Atlantean, I think. Emil is the Atlantean. So maybe it's him. I, I couldn't tell you for sure, but I remember one of them showed up and he was super impressed with Poppy and he was like always traveling with Alistair. So I was like, how are you? How did you not know? First of all, like I assumed he was always the rat, but he's become such a core part of the family. Also, <sighs> Emil and Na- Niall. Is his name Niall? I say yeah. Niall. Okay, Niall. Um, to me, they're the same character, even though yeah. I know they're not. Some of their comments and the humor that they have are like literally the same. And I'm like, that was really funny. I still don't know which one you are, but I don't really remember funny. the names. But there are two characters from the book with Nyctos and Sarah, and there's like two. It's Exter yep. and Sion. Uh-huh. Yep. And it's very much the same energy of those two. Like yes. we're a little broy. We can joke. We joke so much that alike that you don't really know. If you just read the joke without reading the name, you wouldn't know really who it was said by. 
but I know one of them is hooking up with Netta and the other one is not. Mia's hooking up with Netta. Mm-hmm. My chair just moved back. That almost freaked me out. <laughs> Forgot this goes back. <laughs> yeah, so we so have that. Let's see. We oh, have I that. did highlight a paragraph here. And I thought it was so cast that I was like, oh my god, I cannot wait for them to be reunited. It was when Isbeth showed up in the cave to talk to him. And they roll out from the the sack King Jalara's head. And he's like, I cannot wait to show her just how much I prove of it. Because it was vicious. <laughs> I was like, I I can't wait for you guys to be reunited with your stabby, feisty little selves. I know. I love that he still had that, like, spunk. Yeah. Ugh. I think that's why I prefer his chapter, because you get more of the, like, old ways, because he's still in the same mindset versus her. She's like, ugh. I'm grief stricken. I can't even feel anything. And also, I'm like, I I don't want to feel anything. You're super powerful. You don't know how to control it. And you feel it bubbling and rising. And maybe it's just because I re- we've read a couple books where there's strong female characters that have this power. They don't know how to control. But maybe I'm just like, ugh, I get it, Poppy. Control it I have not. To, Let it out. I don't care. Right. I have the same like reaction to her, especially in this book. And kind of at the end of the last book where she just lose control because she, of Castile. And I'm like, I have to remember, oh, she's literally 18. Like, I know she's going through the culling, or she, probably she's 19 now, but she's still really, really young. Like, her emotions are still developing. She fell in love immediately with someone, lost her virginity, became his queen, became a god. Like, she's had a lot of trauma that's happened to her. Yeah, Emotional it, I damage. Get it. I get but it. Like, it's still shocking to me that, you, like, in my head, she's 24. She's She could 20. be. I don't know. She's Maybe. not 18. Like, I just – I don't – I know she's young. I thought she had just turned 19. That's, it's like 18, 19, something like that. Either we way, don't really so know much her birthday. younger than I picture her in my head. They're always a lot younger, but she did claim her birthday to be 420. So, woohoo, Caitlin, you guys share your birthday. Hey, hey, hey. But yeah, I try to give her a little bit of credit, but it's kind of annoying because I'm like, can you like not melt down every five seconds? Well, I guess I just can't take how many descriptions can we take of the ether tasting, rising, shadows, glowing before like very repetitive something happens. <laughs> like what is it doing now that it wasn't doing before? Yeah, we know the process now. We know your eyes glow. We know it comes out of your fingers, I guess. I don't know, but we know. So since you guys haven't read as far as I have, um, Pay attention to the revenants, and I'll leave it at that. So they're starting to get into that a little bit about like what that bloodline is that makes them, and it's somehow sort of related to the second, third, the second and third, just the third sons Mm -hmm. and daughters. Yeah, I actually funny I scrolled to that page. um, I I have the paragraph highlighted. Also. It took Poppy up until her first little invasion into Messine to confront the Duke to realize that they had ether within them. What? Did you guys Oh, the Ascended and the Vampires? Yeah, I was like, yes. you didn't realize that the, they had ether in them. Like, they have just like a little bit. Enough that their eyes had always glowed a little bit. And I was like, 
I, I thought we pieced that together already. Also was really disappointed. I, I don't want to say disappointed. I was just shocked that we got another dream throwback. But now it's a full scene. This one felt more. So she talked a little bit more about the dark one. Who, I want to know, Hilda, do you know who the dark one is yet? Yeah. You do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, so you do find out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and predict that the dark one is Isbeth's and Malik's first son. I think that's what we predicted in the last podcast. See, I don't know if we actually said it. I know we said it in our group chat. I think we were saying it could have been him or Malik. Because mm-hmm. nobody knows for sure if Malik is really down. And you know what? Reading that When part, I say Malik, I mean Ma- Nikdos' son. Oh, Nikdos' son. Malik. Yeah. I don't know. Or it also could be... Oh. I thought I said that I thought the Dark One was going to be Malik... Cass's brother. Okay. See, I also thought it could have been. Th- and then you brought up them. that it might have been their her- son, Malik, and is Beth's son, but apparently he is dead. How do you? Oh, are you like confirming this, or are we just still assuming? Well, I'm sorry. They do talk about him being dead. Like okay, previously, I know they right? Said that he's dead, but like really, who, well, who's dead then? Okay, they do believe very strongly. So Valen does believe strongly that he is dead. Okay, because I remember reading that part and then I was like... Sorry, Kayla, now we're going into territory that you haven't read yet. Okay. Oh, reverse, reverse. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's like, bring it all back. So what we have just happened in my world, the latest finger to drop is that... Is bitch cut off Cass's finger and sent it to her. Which I feel okay. like. First of all, it's the one with the ring. So they, when they get married, they put a ring on their index finger. And that is the finger that came back to her in a blood box that only she can open. And then like some spooky black shadow flew out of also. Um, I don't know. I was like, this is going to come back to haunt them. I don't know what this is. Maybe it doesn't. Either way. I just feel like if you, this is your daughter and you really want to talk to her. This is not how you do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So definitely this bitch is not like all there. Um, I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything by saying this. There's a lot of talk between the characters that this bitch really does love Poppy, but in a very twisted way. So like I would go ahead and say, that she's like a narcissist. Hmm. I think so. I think you're right. I think that's the territory we're working in. I was just like, no. I'm not. A, I'm not a professional. I only play one on podcasts, and I'm gonna go ahead and say that she's a narcissist. Um, I can agree with that. It, it's very twisted, twisted deep down. And I also want to know how they knew. I mean, we know there's a mole. We know there's a traitor. But I'm like, just dang, that information came fast. I saw someone on the um, her Facebook page, like the from Blood and Ash spoilers group, that someone predicted that the, the person giving them the information was Queen Ileana, Cass's mom. I was like, that's wild. Was it the spoiler you mentioned in our group chat? And you're like, stay oh, off of. Fuck no. That spoiler was so, whoa, I could not start the book that day. I had to take time to digest 
and it was like a chunky spoiler. I saw four words, like the first four words out of the sentence or like in the sentence. And I was like. And they didn't have the courtesy to like the emoji drop. No, down no, no, they did. This is Just a spoiler. Out of habit, because I'm always on those like Facebook pages. I like naturally just hit see more without really even thinking about it just to expand it to see if it's something i'm interested in without even realizing it was from that group because i thought maybe it was from like the twisted sisters group i was so just mad at myself i have heeded your warning and i have not jumped on i feel like i've been mostly off tiktok and i've been mostly off facebook just trying to get through the books definitely avoided social media um i have seen a couple non-spoilery videos um apparently people are angry about the book they were angry last time like what do you want people what do you expect just like um i wouldn't say i'm angry but like Brittany, Brittany, the podcaster we love yeah tiktoker Um, Listen, Listen with, with Brit. Brit, I think. Listen yeah. with Brit. Um, she gave it a three star review, and we talked about this yesterday. And we were like, "Oh, three stars." We're like, mm. "But I'm starting to understand why." So I feel like our taste levels to her are very similar. So if she has a questioning in a book, you know, I remember her talking once about um, in Guild, the Guild, the Plated Prisoner series about the. The Tend- ribbons, tendrils, the ribbons, the yeah, flesh ribbons. And I remember just saying that we're like, this is she's like, this is weird. I don't know what to make of this. And I had the exact same thought. Not that I mean, not I don't know how you can have another thought about flesh ribbons, but I feel like she's they could very come up point. with a better word to describe it. Yes, it was very close to tentacles, flesh and I was ribbons. like. I know you probably called it ribbons, so it can be a little bit more elegant. But what I'm picturing in my head is like literally tentacles sprouting out of her back, just fluttering up behind her. Okay. To, like, I have her not read the Plated Prisoner series. This I'm, is not oh, a spoiler. Uh, this okay. is not yeah. behind on this. Not a spoiler. Um, Definitely but, not. You find out early. So the moral of the story: I feel like if she's given it a three stars, it's for a good reason, and our taste levels are very similar. So. I have a feeling that maybe, maybe that's that's what we're working See, with. See, it's hard for me to say because I feel like sometimes people they're so invested in the series, and this is literally the fourth book, and they have they've literally built up expectations in their head for so long that when it doesn't happen their way, they're just pissed and they're upset. Or sometimes they're like, oh, she hasn't improved on grammar or spelling or whatever. And she keeps using redundant shit. What do you expect? The woman knows what she likes. She is, she's written so many books. You can't expect her to change that for this book unless she gets like a better editor or something. Like I know what I'm setting my, getting myself into when I'm reading one of her books and I'm here for it. Yeah. And I mean, like this isn't literature guys. Yeah. It's muddy vampires. Which is great, not, and that's what we want. Like, so very far. I'm from here for women. a good time, not an accurately literature, not an intellectual time, time. <laughs> right? An intellectual time. There we go. <laughs> the name of that po- podcast series: Here for a Good Time, not a le- intellectual intellectual time. time. Um, I want to make it clear: I'm definitely not a JLA hater. Still love her. Still respect her. Probably not my favorite book in the series. I also want to, you know, 
if this is going to be a six book series, we're just in the middle. Middle books are hard. The belly of the beast. And so, you know, I think we're going in a certain direction. Um, They do keep talking about the prophecy a lot. Um, Harbinger. And so. so annoying. Like, how do you know about this prophecy? I think. I think you know, a lot of what happens in A Shadow in the Ember is really helpful. I do think I'm right about what I texted you guys yesterday. I yes. think you're right, too. Because I just, Reaver's prediction and the way that you cannot say her name, the consort. Hilda had a very, very good prediction. Um, I don't I don't know if I want to share it here yet. I think we should share it. Like, I had the same thought when I finished A-Site at the beginning or like when it first came out, not during the reread. And I was like, Oh, wouldn't it be so weird if like, can we say it? Can we say it? Hilda, are you okay with us? Yeah, yeah. Out? Hilda, you drop okay. your, yeah, drop it. What is it? So after reading a site and everything that's going on there, I think the real primal of life is Sarah. And whatever happens, happens. Clearly there's going to be some war within the gods because all of Nikdos's friends end up being the gods the that are then worshipped and go to yep. sleep. They like take over all of the other stuff. So, you know, that's going to happen. But I think that's the reason why they constantly say you can't say her name and why you never see pictures of her or even of his kids because he's trying to protect them. And he's still so trying in to- this yeah. current series we know her as the consort and only the consort we don't know her as, as anything else mm-hmm. I, i'm here for it i think that's 100 accurate especially now that reaver makes comments here and there like how powerful she is how you can't say her name and like he just laughs here and there he also does reference that they're so similar and i'm yeah. like oh that warms my heart I, I, but nictus has said that before too like you remind me of her or you mm-hmm. would have liked her. So like they, they pepper in those similarities for a while. So I think Hilda, we'll have to see if your prediction comes true. Maybe you know it or not. Maybe you don't. But we're I'm very early in. So I mean, there's a lot more information you gals have that we cannot share yet. So we'll probably be back in part two of our reaction video to do sum ups. But before we head off, do you guys have any other last parting thoughts? At this point, Um, at 10% in, 13% in. Yeah, no, just pay attention to the revenants. We can, uh, next time we talk, I can tell you guys my theories on that. Um, Yeah, I'm just, I'm not going to say that I will stop reading the series because I'm too invested. But if this is going in a thruple direction, it just, not feeling it. I guess we'll find out. Um, just wanted to call out to the fact that Reaver actually tells Poppy that she's the first female descendant of the primal of life. The most powerful being known in time, you will become even more powerful than your father. So, And that feels significant. Very that significant. is something. Not sure what it is yet. So I think that also ties back into, okay, so obviously... Her being female has something to do with it. She must, like, the female line of her power must be the strongest, which is why I think Sarah Fina is actually the primal of life. Well, not to get too deep in it, 
but women do create life naturally. So I feel like it makes sense that a primal of life would be a female. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why it's way more powerful within the female bloodline. I'm here for it. Just a thought. That is a great thought for women's women's history month. Right? Just ended on a high note. Right. I was going to say women's empowerment month, but I don't think that's it. It's women's history month. We can make women's empowerment month, women's history month, all things women. Uh, Any last parting thoughts, gang, before we depart with our final reactions to the first 13%. I will be probably spending a couple more hours up late to get to the part where they reunite and that's all I'm waiting for. You know, that was my goal. Bridget, where last are you at night. right now? Um, I had to put a little Hilda, you're 76, right? I'm at 76. My goal last night was to get to the part where they reunited. I did that. I went to sleep at 1.30 in the morning. Um, I've barely read today because I had to go to the office. See, mm-hmm. I stayed up till 3 last night just trying to catch up to where you've been. And I still just can't even. So I didn't read a lot today and I'm at 76. So. All right. I was hoping to finish it tonight. Bridget, you're um, in the And 30s. just be useless tomorrow. It's a five at 37. I think, based on what I'm reading, I think I'm getting really close to finally reuniting with Cass, but I don't know. Well, I if you start reading do. now and you read at the pace that I know that you read at, I feel like by midnight you will be at a good place. Uh, for those people who are listening, it is currently 10 30. So you've got an hour and a half of homework to do. I will read into my little eyeballs flutter shut. Just usually like about 10, 15 minutes as my head hits the pillow. <laughs> I want to pull up my work calendar. Do I have any important meetings tomorrow that I need to Well, be we're not going to try to get you fired while you figure out what meetings you can read through <laughs> and not read through. No. So, it's like, do I need to be functional tomorrow? It's like how much you can read tonight to be a functioning human being tomorrow. Yeah. Or she's going to be a craven just instead of craving <laughs> flesh, she's craving coffee. <laughs> Uh, we'll no, see. I don't have to be super functional tomorrow. All right. Well, Godspeed, Sister Hilda. Read on. Read on. So you guys do. know where you can find us. It's booktalkmademe underscore pod on Instagram and TikTok. Drop us some reactions. Tell us what you're thinking. Where are you in the book? I'm sure by the time this has come out, you're at least more than 13% of the way through. But hope you enjoyed hearing our reactions, <laughs> thoughts, and predictions. Um And we hope to see you guys soon. Catch you on the flip side of this book when we finish. (laughs) 